When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable presented by our friends over at betonline.ag. Welcome to the show. It's Nick Qualia, Marvizan, and Mike Molino coming off of the end of the Patriots win streak. They went to, to Indianapolis this Saturday night, this past Saturday night. And uh, going into the half, it looked like the game was over. Going to the half, the Patriots fell flat. They didn't, they didn't look good. And then they started to climb back into it. They built up your hope. And what do you know? They lose the game. Uh, again, I, and this is try two of this recording. So this is what I, not to pat myself on the back, but I called it Vegas knows. Vegas knows all. Guys, we need reaction. My first question is going to be because this is really what you do after a loss, especially when you come off of a loss following such a good win streak. You know, the Patriots built up a ton of credibility in the AFC to the point where they were the favorites in the AFC to go to the Super Bowl. I believe that has now shifted to the Chiefs. I haven't checked that, but I believe that has now shifted to the Chiefs. Uh, But the Patriots built up credibility enough to the point where they were Super Bowl attendee favorites in the AFC. Again, not, not the case now after that game. So they lose the game 27 to 17 against Indianapolis. So the main question that we got to say is, guys, what's the concern level here? Are we concerned? Are we going to overreact? Uh, what do we think about the Patriots now in the AFC? And just what are your general thoughts and, again, potential concerns with this team following that loss to the Colts? Either one of you, go for it. To me, the concern level isn't high. I, for one, had the Patriots winning that game going into the matchup against Indianapolis. And, you know, yes, we saw that they lost 27 to 17. But in terms of concern and, you know, how they look moving forward, I'm not that concerned. I mean, I know this is the easiest thing to say, but I just really just chalk it up to it being a bad game all around. Defensively, that's probably one of the worst defensive performance we've seen from the Patriots a while, especially when it comes to uh, stopping the run. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had his way against the New England Patriots and that defense. Um, I think most people thought, you know, Belichick is one thing he's great at is, you know, keying in on one of your star players and kind of taking them out of the picture and, and, and shutting him out and shutting him down. And that wasn't the case. Jonathan Taylor definitely had his way moving the ball, moving the chains, running the ball. Um, obviously, that last play to end the game when the Patriots had some hope 
to maybe get a couple stops and get the ball back, you know, that last run by Jonathan Taylor where he did a huge portion of his his damage was huge. But I think overall, you know, it, was one, it wasn't one of the best defensive performances by the Patriots that we've seen over the last several weeks. On the other side of the ball, you know, as much praise as we give Mac Jones, we give Mac Jones praise all the time because he's a rookie and he's doing a lot of great things as a rookie. He's just that, a rookie. In, in my opinion, you know, he really showed out uh, when you talk about a rookie quarterback who, you know, does some things wrong, make mistakes because they're a rookie. They're still trying to understand and learn the game and learn the league. I think that showed up a lot in that game against Indianapolis. Some of the decisions he made, again, I've always questioned him sometimes in the pocket and, you know, you know, uh, um, picking up the blitzes and moving around in the pocket and whatnot. I still question and I feel he has a lot of um, he has a lot of uh, growth to to make in that area. But, you know, time that'll come over time. But overall, I think it was a real rookie performance from Mac Jones. You know, he's been solid throughout the season. But at the same time, these performances might come. They've come a lot over the course of the season. Not too much, especially sometimes with Belichick taking the ball completely out of his hands. But at the same time, these performances can and will come. Uh, and you can only hope that he gets better. But does that take away from the momentum that the Patriots have as they continue to move closer towards the postseason? I don't believe it really does. But yeah, a loss is a loss. See, I want to see a serious bounce back this week against the Bills. And we and, you know, we don't really have to preview the Bills game too much because we kind of did that a few weeks ago. Um, but I want to see this team have a serious bounce back. And honestly, you know, after the loss, they didn't really seem too concerned, too shook about it. Uh, especially like Jamie Collins was like, yeah, it happens. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to happen at some point. Uh, there was talk from Mac, from Bill Belichick, that it was like, yeah, practice was flat this week it wasn't great they didn't really have high energy and you know maybe that did show but guys Jonathan Taylor that man is a freak and we talked about this on last week's show we were like okay well you got Bill Belichick is great at taking away that one weapon well sure he's great at it but your team's also your team's run defense has not been great all year you've been getting run on by the Titans backup running backs by the Browns backup running backs of course you're going to get torched by one of the the current best running back in the league with Derrick Henry out. Of course it's going to happen. But Colts side, I don't think that's how you win playoff games. That's how you win a regular season game, a big one. It was impressive, but I don't think that's how they're going to end up winning postseason games. But we'll see. Marv, what do you think? Yeah, um, first of all, I agree with you 100%, Nick Webb, talking about how that's not how you're going to win a playoff game due to the fact that, look, Carson Wentz was bad. Carson Wentz Five had for a twelve. He, Carson Wentz was bad against the Patriots. He did not play a good game at all, and that's what Carson Wentz is when he faces an elite defense. He's going to struggle. What happened was Patriots couldn't stop the run, and they've been struggling to stop the run throughout the year. Nick, you already named it. We've been facing backup running backs for the majority of this winning streak. But when they, when there was time to stop the run, they struggled. Bills, you look at the Bills game, Bills don't have a great run runner. They don't have a good running back team that anything like that. They were able to stop that team. But when you face a guy like Jonathan Taylor, Patriots got exposed a little bit. And they were running up the middle, getting four or five yards constantly, pretty much playing the Patriots style of football this year. They beat the Patriots in their own game. And they were getting nothing, bullied, bullied on that line. 
However, what's still encouraging is you still had a chance to win this game. It was the penalties, the penalties, the mistakes through through all the offensively and defensively that gave the Colts so many chances that they had to win the game. They, they, yeah, they had no choice. And that's what the Patriots looked like to start off this season where, you know, all you keep hearing now in the broadcast every week, oh, man, this is so uncharacteristic from the Patriots. This is so uncharacteristic from the Patriots. You hear that? We heard that all in the beginning of the season. We stopped in the middle of the season after the win streak, and then we're hearing it. Hearing it. Do we lose him? We did lose Marv. You I didn't know if I got cut out. Oh, he's <laughs> you back. lost me. No, you're back, Marv. You're back. You're back. Where did I? Where did I stop? At? Uncharacteristic of the Patriots. Yes. Uh, this is a lot. This is a live recording, baby. This is how we do it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just I'll just explain how in the middle of the season that that stopped. You know, reporters stopped talking about how uncharacteristic it is. And the Patriots looked like that in the beginning of the season. They looked like that against the Colts this year. Um, yeah, this past game. I think you can clean that up. You mentioned it. Players came out and said, "Yo, we had a crappy week of practice." It, it just it didn't click and it showed on the field they looked like they were unprepared and i'm encouraged that you still had a chance to win that game jonathan taylor broke a big one and once you break that that was it um mac jones didn't look great he made some rookie mistakes obviously but he was still poised i still loved what i saw from mac jones throughout all those mistakes still poised there was a couple drop passes you know he didn't go for the big plays there was a one play when they kill harry had a easy touchdown when it was um what was what did they do the flea flicker the flea flicker yeah and that's i think that's the second time this year they've done a flea flicker i've only gone for like 15 yards that was well that one was incomplete that was a sloppy flea flicker sloppy you know so you know the mac jones really is a game manager at the moment right now he doesn't go for the big big plays but i still loved what i saw how they utilize hunter henry in this game how they try to um use john smith Jacoby Myers had he had a big drop during that game that probably would have propelled the Patriots um offensively. Offensively, they just weren't clicking. Defensive, they were okay. They were okay. They were they were hanging in there. It was the penalties that gave Colts so many chances to win this game. Yeah, and, and you know, you brought up the mental mistakes. There were there were a good amount of mental mistakes in that game, and and those are fixable, but it's the run defense scares the hell out of me, especially as you go forward. I mean, Carson Wentz isn't great, but if you make him throw the ball more, like you're you're you have a much better chance at winning that football game if you force Carson Wentz to throw. But if you can't stop the best running back in the league, why do they have to throw the football? There was there was one drive specifically where they just got they just got bullied, like we said before. They just got bullied all the way down the field. So that's something that they're going to have to fix before you get to the playoffs. I don't think that a team, like I said before, I don't think that a, a team can win in the postseason like the way that the Colts did beat the Patriots this week. But it's it's certainly concerning because we've seen this now throughout the entire season. We've seen it again against the Titans, against the Browns, uh, and now against the Colts. Mental mistakes you can for sure fix, but yeah, that the the run defense it's it's something that's going to be worrisome. Um, but who in the AFC outside of the Colts? have a running team that scares you well so there is conversation about derrick henry coming back for the postseason that is true derrick henry's gonna be one i mean derrick henry's a monster 
Derrick Henry fifty percent scares the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> fifty a fifty Derrick Henry doesn't scare me. Oh my God! You stand in front of Derrick Henry at fifty percent. You tell me that after <laughs> when he's running well, straight at you. Doesn't scare me for the Patriots angle. Me personally, yes, he scares the hell out of me. <laughs> but I'm talking for a Patriots side. All right, and we're going to talk about the Bills game very briefly in one second. But guys, we got to talk about our friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the College Bowl season and the pro football playoffs, BetOnline remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season. Head to our website, their website, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. BetOnline, where the game starts. So Bill's game this weekend. Unless you guys have anything left, anything more to say about the Colts game. Let's get it. <laughs> the Bills this weekend. You might be down Kendrick Bourne. COVID is running rampant right now in the NFL. Taking down people left and right. I don't really understand the new protocol. I, it's it's random testing now, I think. I don't really understand what's going on there. The new the new um protocols or whatnot. It seems as if the, the NFL is going to no longer test vaccinated players and players who are asymptomatic. Right, but isn't there like a, a random I, – I don't know. I don't want to talk on it, I guess, because I, I don't really understand it, but I don't know if you guys knew Something anything about it. Something those lines. Yeah, I don't know. And all I know is they changed it. But, yeah. you know, that's obviously a concern, but when you go into this game this weekend, do you really have any concerns? Is, assuming that you're full health, do you have any concerns with the Patriots versus the Bills this week? Yeah, still is still a dangerous matchup against the Buffalo Bills due to the fact Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a huge weapon when it comes to, to his when it comes to his legs. And if he I I honestly believe if he had used his legs more or they had switched up their game plan a little bit against the Patriots on their treacherous weather game. They would have had a chance to beat the, the beat the Pats due to the fact that Pats were not going to switch up any type of game plan that they had. I wasn't on the show when you guys spoke about that game, but Pats were were headstrong on how they were going to play and they were going to run the ball down the um down the Bills throw and they weren't going to throw the ball at all. Josh Allen, if they use his legs more, he's going he's going to find some weaknesses with this Patriots defense, especially with the linebacker core that has been depleted. Hightower's in and out. Uche's been in and out. You had Jamie Collins in positions that you don't want him to be in. It's It's been tough for the linebackers right now, health-wise. And I think Josh Allen can really expose that with his legs. Um, Bill's defense is pretty solid. You were able to run against them. You're going to need to have a great running game. Hopefully, Damian Harris and that hamstring is better, and he can he can play this game with, um, with Stevenson. But it's not going to be an easy game, especially because the Bills are going to be fighting for that AFC East number one spot as well. So they're going to give them their best, especially after getting embarrassed from the Patriots last game. This won't be easy. I think the Patriots come out on top due to the fact that they know 
how to um, play against the Bills and where the weak their weaknesses are. But Buffalo is going to be throwing the ball a lot more. Stephon Diggs is still Stephon Diggs. I think um, J.C. Jackson is going to have a handful with him. It's not going to be easy. No, you know, two weeks ago after the game, you know, we saw what Sean McDermott said. Uh, we saw what some of the players said. I thought that they were, you know, mentally fried after that. I, I didn't give them a chance in this game. I thought, you know, it was just an, another easy win because they seemed so down. But now, you know, I heard Jordan Poyer on the Pat McAfee show, and uh, and he 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 seems confident. He seems fine. He doesn't seem like he doesn't seem, you know, he. I don't want to say he doesn't seem worried, but. He doesn't seem concerned, if, if that makes sense. Not in like a cocky sense, but he's overly concerned. Team, teams um, don't teams don't fear the Patriots. Like right. not with Mac Jones as the quarterback. I mean, we we praise him here in New England, but teams see Mac Jones and say, "Bet we're going to win this game." Right, and I feel like they're playing with a chip on their shoulder now, especially with the way that they got bullied in that terrible weather game in Buffalo. They might be playing with a chip on the shoulder, so they might be coming out hot in this game this weekend. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I know there might be Patriots fans who think that all oh, how the Patriots beat the Buffalo Bills the last time they played, this might be a cakewalk this time around because they got them figured out and Belichick has the Buffalo Bills number. I don't think so. While I'm confident that the Patriots can come out victorious um, because – I just think Belichick is the better coach and will have his team better prepared in this matchup. You got to best believe the Bills are coming and playing, like you said, with a chip on their shoulder. They know how embarrassing that last loss was. It doesn't matter what player you are and what sport. Um, if you get embarrassed in a game, you get a chance to play a team again. You're going to come with a little extra something into that game so best believe everybody offensively defensively special teams they're coming with a little extra something because they know how that last game went uh in terms of getting embarrassed by new england and on top of that what marv said they're still fighting for a chance to to be the the king of the afc east uh the opportunity still there so you got to believe buffalo really wants that um it's not going to be easy i mean obviously in my opinion i thought the biggest matchup of the two, obviously, from the Patriots standpoint, was that first matchup going into Buffalo and getting a win. You know, this time around, it's still a big matchup. But like I said, I think Belichick would have the team properly coached heading into this matchup. Um, yeah, you need Damian Harris back to be right there with Stevenson. Um, and you got to be prepared for uh, what Josh Allen can do with his offense and, and Stephon Diggs. But I gotta believe that the the the, Bel the Belichick and the Patriots will will come in prepared just like they were before. But I still want to believe Gillette holds some kind of. I know it's not the same. Gillette Stadium is not the same anymore in terms of the mystique and teams coming in and fearing Gillette Stadium. That's not there anymore. But I feel confident in this matchup being at home, and you already got a win against Buffalo before. Uh, they should possibly be be able to do it again, but. Be ready for a team that's going to be playing tough. We might see some, some personal fouls, some, some fist swing, uh, being thrown. You, you might see all of that because you got a team that's pissed in Buffalo. Yeah, I, I think they. I I do think the Patriots end up winning this game. I do, but it's it's not going to be like a, especially after that game a couple of weeks ago. It, it seemed like a lot of Patriots fans, and and I'll even put myself in there. It seemed like this game was a lock after winning that game, but. I personally have changed my tune with that. I think this is going to be 
this this has a potential to be a dogfight, especially with the way that the Patriots got bullied last week too. This is these are two teams that have gotten bullied. Now they're going to be coming out looking to prove themselves in this game. Uh, all right, I got one more question for you guys, and then we can wrap it up. This is just something that I thought was interesting, especially after watching that game and then seeing how Tom Brady performed this week and Aaron Rodgers. So right now, the top four betting favorites to win the NFL MVP, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, which I'm pushing him aside. I don't even know why he's in the conversation right now. He's looking hot again, but he hasn't been good enough all year to be considered the MVP, I think. Um, And then right below that is Jonathan Taylor. Out of those three, considering this past weekend, who's your MVP right now? It's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron he's, Rodgers he's is the playing out of his mind. Aaron Rodgers is the best been playing has been the best quarterback this year. I, I don't I don't even need to look at the numbers. I don't need to see any. I know what I've seen throughout this whole year. Tom Brady started very hot. That's great. Tom Brady has been healthy. He didn't miss a game through COVID protocols and such like that. The best quarterback's been Aaron Rodgers from beginning to end. You know I know. He lied to the reporters and the media and stuff, and they might slight him for he that. Mi- he misled. Misled <laughs> the media, and they might slight him for that. And if they do, they do. But Aaron Rodgers should be the MVP, in my opinion. Jonathan Taylor, he's having a hell of a surge. But if it wasn't for Derrick Henry being out, we're not talking about Jonathan Taylor and his second-half surge that he's having right now. I think it's Aaron Rodgers, man, back-to-back MVPs. Mike, what do you got? Yeah, the thing with Tom Brady, like like Marv said, he started out hot, um, but throughout the course of season season, Tom Brady has had games where he's gone off for like four hundred yards, four. So he has had random games where he's gone off. But then he's had a couple games in there, kind of similar to what he just most recently had against uh, the New Orleans Saints, where he sucked. So his stats are good. But a lot of those stats are from some games where he's just thrown for like 400 yards and four touchdowns. That is not taken away from how great Tom Brady is. But I think in Aaron Rodgers' case, he's just been consistently doing it every single game. I mean, yeah, he'd had to miss what he missed a game because of COVID or whatnot. So I think that's what it really boils down to. Great stats from both quarterbacks. But Aaron Rodgers has done it on a more consistent basis than Tom Brady and his team. And the Packers are right there in terms of being one of the best teams in the NFC. Um, So I think that's what it boils down to. Great stats from both. But if you ask me, the consistency of Aaron Rodgers game in and game out would have him slightly beating out Tom Brady. I'm a Tom Brady guy through and through. Tom Brady can do no wrong in my eyes. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers' consistency is, is, I think, what's carrying him over. No, Brady sucked this past weekend. Oh, the please Saints, don't get me started. The I'm going to get eliminated number. because of Brady. I'm going to get eliminated from first round of the playoffs because of Brady. He dicked mm. so many fantasy teams this week, but a ton of people did. Fantasy <sighs> sucked this week. Oh, yeah, it was bad. I've got one team that scored like 40 points. Jesus. I'm I'm yeah, it's 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 not looking good for me. Even my good teams, like I, I didn't break 100 in any of them. Like my, I have one team that was in first place up until last week, didn't even break 100 with that team. I don't even think I'm up to 60 yet with that team. Uh, here's the thing. I know it's not going to happen, but Jonathan Taylor is my MVP. 
what he's doing this year is crazy. And you're right. If Derrick Henry's still playing and he doesn't get hurt, maybe that's a totally different story. But, you know, when you're, when you're talking about the MVP, I, I think about it like if you remove this guy from that team, how drastically how drastically different would it be? Obviously, if you take Tom Brady from the Bucs, they stink. You take Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay we Packers. Saw, we saw Aaron Rodgers not play. Right. And the Packers <laughs> stunk. But, <laughs> exactly. But then I think the same thing with like with the Colts. We saw the they didn't even consider Carson Wentz this week. They had their quarterback throw twelve passes and only complete five of them. Because he's not good, Nick. I've been trying to tell you that since last week. Carson <laughs> yeah. Wentz is not good. But he, so I saw this stat yesterday: twenty twenty one Jonathan Taylor versus twenty twenty Derrick Henry. Remember last year, people are having the conversation: Can Derrick Henry win the MVP? And this is only through fourteen games so far. So Derrick Henry last year, 1,619 yards and 15 touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor this year through 14 games, right? 15, 14, 14, 1,854 yards with 19 touchdowns. And that's with two more games remaining if you're going just based on the 16, if you want to compare it to Derrick Henry last year. And if you're moving from the Colts, I'm I'm watching Derrick, I mean, uh, not Derrick, watching Carson Wentz, I think the Colts would stink. If you're depending on Carson Wentz, I think the Colts would stink. That offensive line is so good that I think if you add another running back in there, that he might be serviceable. But Jonathan Taylor has been unreal this year. And you know, if, if I'm gonna, if I was betting, I would take Aaron Rodgers to win the MVP. But I think Jonathan Taylor like is is worthy of some real conversation there because sure. his team sucks. I mean, they don't suck, but like, no. <laughs> Wait, they no. don't suck. But like, obviously, <laughs> if Indianapolis had a better record, the conversation would be much louder. These guys stink. Yeah. <laughs> they don't stink. But like, obviously, if they were, you're talking about Indianapolis as well, oh, they're one of the top teams in the NFC, in the AFC. And then you put them stats that Jonathan Taylor has produced. I think the conversation is different, but he's putting up those stats. And what are the. Indianapolis in in a wild card position or battling for a wild card position, so like I think that's what kind of hurts it a little bit. Yeah, but they started off zero and three. Like they're only at this point. Like I said, they don't him. suck. They don't suck. But they're also not one of the elite teams. Uh, Tampa Bay elite team, Green Bay elite team, and that's why their two best players or their quarterbacks are in the conversation. That's a good point. Like yeah. like I said, if if I was betting right now, like I. It's Aaron. Aaron Rodgers has looked unbelievable. Some He's the throws, consistency. It's consistency. Yeah, the consistency. throws that he makes are unreal, and he just makes it look easy. And yeah. like, who knows what's going on with his toe? I thought his toe was like destroyed. It yeah. is, and he's still he's still balling out. And Jordan, I think Jordan Love is the reason why he might win MVP. <laughs> he that one game they had a chance, <laughs> and he just stunk it up so bad. And I know Rogers, just how petty he looks. He was he was home just smiling, just like oh, he yeah. loved it. He loved it. Yeah, like, yeah. y'all need lies. me. <laughs> They're still they still probably gonna end up with first in the NFC. Like, he's like, give me that. It's gonna be beautiful. All right, we got anything else? We good? Well, since we're on the topic, Rogers better find a way to beat the Buccaneers, man. I mean, how many chances are the Green Bay Packers gonna have to go to the Super Bowl? This I feel is like we, we do this it's, every year. It's, it's like Buccaneers you gotta be Brady. really beat up right now. Rogers, you have to be Brady at this, but you have to. He has a chance. They lost, he lost, they lost like two of their best players, three of their best players. If you can yeah. get Mike Evans healthy and Antonio Brown steps back up, 
and maybe get Fournette back, you still have a chance. But Evans is hampered. Fournette is hampered. You know, Godwin's out for the season. Rodgers really changes his legacy if he gets number two. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It changes yeah. everything for him. You know how loud that conversation is going to be? Like, I, I'm not ready for that conversation with the, the people. Like, but, Tom Brady's the GOAT, but people are going to have the conversation. conversation Nick? Like, people, you know, you know Twitter and ESPN, well, say, they're going to have the conversation. Tom Brady? <laughs> no, you know people, that's going to come I don't up. think people are going to say that, but it quiets the Patrick Mahomes talk. People have already put Mahomes over Rodgers, like, a long time ago. I'll tell you what. They? Yeah, I think people put Patrick Mahomes The over fact Rodgers. that Mahomes want to cover the – Cover with with Brady that that said a lot of Madden. I tell you what, That's Aaron Rodgers get past Aaron Rodgers gets a number two. I got to maybe pass Breeze. Oh my God, he's past Breeze now. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know, I would definitely take Aaron Rodgers over like Chad Pennington for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable presented by our friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, we're going to talk to you next week following a massive game. I was on Route 1 uh, the other day, and Bills fans already put up a billboard on Route 1 saying like, they're the best fans. Hey, hey newsflash, Bills fans, nobody cares. That, nobody drives by that billboard and it's like, oh, no, my God, no, what? this is they unbelievable. Are, they are the best fans. And oh, they're, yeah, lose, they're wild. When you lose four Super Bowls in a row, and you still supporting your team the way you do, you got it. Go ahead. <laughs> you guys no, are the best fans. They're yeah, they're great fans, but like nobody's driving by the billboard like this is unbelievable. <laughs> no Get this off it. of Route One. No one gives Nobody. a damn. Take two billboards while you're at it. <laughs> we don't care. All right, wrapping it up. Nick Weimar's on Mike Mono, guys. We will talk to you next week. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening.